We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to another episode of Your Welcome Radio. I'm your host, Tori Gordon, founder of Coachable, and I'm a corporate dropout and recovering people pleaser turned online entrepreneur, speaker, and self-love junkie. Each week, I bring you a thought or a guest to help you get inspired, stay connected, and slay your fear dragon so that you can unlock your highest potential. Get ready to thank yourself for listening because you're welcome here. Hey guys, and welcome back to another week of the You're Welcome Radio podcast. I have had so many things happening since I put out an episode and I really need to catch you guys up on what's been going on with me because man, so many changes and big decisions and just so many things that I'm pumped about. So this past week has been pretty monumental. I would say, you know, I made a really big decision to resign from my really cushy corporate job and decided to pursue life as a full-time entrepreneur and start my own coaching business. So I'm now the proud owner of a coaching business called Coachable. So you will be seeing that um, that name hopefully everywhere, but definitely on my pages. Um, so look for that. If you want to join um, the Facebook group, go ahead. I would love to connect with you in there. I'm also going to be hosting a first beta round of my masterclass. It's the Motivated Mindset Masterclass. It's actually going to be on October 22nd. And it is an amazing opportunity for anyone to really get exposed to my coaching at a really low price point. So this will be the only time it's offered at $97. And it's a two and a half hour coaching workshop with me really around how to go to the next level and amplify your mindset. And so so much of whatever it is that we truly want to accomplish or achieve in this life, whether it's a relationship or a career goal or you're considering moving cities, whatever that looks like for you, you really can't take that next step and get to the next phase of your involvement and, and greatness as a human unless you have an up-leveling in your mindset. And so we're really going to make that shift happen in this um, workshop. So if you're excited as I am about mindset, this is perfect for you. And really it's for anybody that's in a period of transition, um, uncertainty, you're just looking for some clarity and direction, or you've got some type of big decision you need to make, 
and you're kind of on the fence. And that's also sort of what I'm going to be talking about today, which was a, a place that I was in for a long time. And so this workshop is going to be perfect for you guys. If you want to sign up for the course, send me an email to hello at ToriGordon.com or you're welcome radio at gmail.com and I will make sure that you get the registration link. I know there are going to be so many amazing transformations that come out of the exercises that we do together. So make sure that you get your spot before they all sell out. But guys, did you hear me? I just made an announcement. I'm a freaking business owner. It's so crazy to me that it is official and the state of Georgia can come after me for taxes. <laughs> the IRS knows my name now on another level, but that's okay because this is such an exciting time. You know, to say that it was a scary decision to leave my corporate job was and it like is a complete understatement. It was by far one of the scariest things I've done because of the situation that I was in. I mean, it was safe. I was working for one of the largest uh, providers in our space. It was a secure job. I mean, I was making six figures. I was working with some of the most brilliant people in the industry. Um, I was one of the youngest managers in the business. I had worked really hard to get that position and to get to where I was. But there just came a time when I stopped being fulfilled deep inside. And sort of what happened is, you know, when I got this job, I was so beyond excited. I got to travel all the time. I was making the money that I wanted to make. I had that security and the prestige and the reputation that the company had. It was just really, you know, a really exciting time for me. But the newness sort of wore off and I started to get burnt out and I really started to question if this was my path. And I remember specifically a day when this kind of awareness came to me and I was on my Instagram and I was watching this video of Gary Vee and he said, you know, your 20s are the time that you should take the most risk around what it is that you actually want. And he, he went on to say, you know, I can't imagine being a 25-year-old and thinking marketing was what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And it was, it was like this light bulb came on in my head and was like, wait, I am an e-discovery. What is, first of all, who knows what that is if you're not a lawyer or in the industry yourself. The service that we provide is one that no one wants to buy. They buy because they have to. And... I like I equate it to being one of those people that puts boots or tickets on people's cars. It's like, why do you do that for a living? Like you're just ruining folks day. Um, but I had I had done really well in the industry and I had worked my way up and found myself in this in this great job, quote unquote. But ultimately, I was like, what am I doing? I am 28 years old now. And can I really see myself doing this for the rest of my life? And is this what makes me happy? And I just had to be honest and say no. And, you know, so I started really looking at my colleagues in roles of really, you know, senior roles and looked at their jobs, looked at their lives and just thought, I don't want to be like that. I don't want to have their responsibilities. I don't want to have you know, the stress and the anxiety that they constantly live with. I don't want to be 
controlled by my work and not be able to have the flexibility and the life outside of work that I want to have. And as soon as I realized that if I couldn't picture myself wanting to be like the the mentors and the managers and the bosses that are in my own company, what am I doing here? So again, it was just like this illuminating moment for me. And, you know, I just realized like this isn't for me anymore. But I also started to realize that there had become this pattern in my life where I would start something and then I would stop it. And I would get this excitement and enthusiasm and then the newness would wear off and I would start to question, is this for me? Um, Can I still, you know, can I keep doing this with the same enthusiasm that I had when I started? And I was questioning, you know, why do I do that? And is there, you know, something wrong with me? Why can't I just pick something and stick with it? And I guess that's what Gen Xers really hate about millennials, right? I mean, in my experience of working primarily with Gen Xers and baby boomers, I've heard it all when it comes to why managers or bosses hate working with millennials. You know, they think we're privileged. They think we're cocky and entitled, uh, lazy, all of those things are words that I've heard to describe people like me in the workplace. And, you know, my take on that is it's not that none of those characteristics are true per se, but it's more true that millennials really sort of remind older professionals of who they were once or who they could have been. You know, when older professionals, many who are maybe experiencing their own kind of mid-career slump, you know, they think about who they were when they were our age. And what I think they're sort of saying is they miss who they used to be or just that they think back on the time when they were our age and all of the potential and the promise that was in front of them and they see where they are today and they're disappointed in all of the things that they either haven't accomplished or that they didn't do themselves. So millennials can sort of be a painful mirror. And I'm just somebody that learns. Yes, I learned by doing mostly, but I learned so much by watching other people. And again, I just watched the people that are in my industry that were in my company and just realized I didn't want that life or that career. Because for me, thinking about being 40 and going to the same office every day, doing the same thing I'd been doing for someone else the last 20 years, to me is just the perfect cocktail for feeling absolutely purposeless and trapped in a position that's really too hard to get out of at that point. And so I would be depressed and grouchy and regretting all the things that I didn't do with my life. So ultimately, this decision to leave my very comfortable corporate job really was just birthed out of a place because I'm obsessed with not living a life where I wake up one day and wonder, what if? I mean, what if I'd started that business? Or what if I'd started the podcast? Or what if I had left that relationship that wasn't serving me for so long? You know, so many people are in average jobs making average money or they're in an average relationship but they're so afraid of falling they never ever jump and the majority of the time when you actually jump you find that you have wings that you didn't even know that you had and you end up figuring it out and learning and growing and so I saw this as an opportunity to test myself test my 
ability to trust my own inner knowing and own intuition and see if they're actual wings. Otherwise, I'm still going to be able to go right back to a corporate nine to five. Because when I was considering whether or not to do this, I had conversations with people that are close to me and all of them told me, stay in your job until you have enough money saved, get enough clients on the side or whatever it was so that I had this safety net or this cushion to fall back on if things failed. And it was like I was preparing for it not to work out already. The story that I was already telling myself was, oh, it's not going to be successful because you are putting this safety net in place before you even begin. And that was not the mindset I wanted to take into this new me and this new um, adventure. I truly believe that I'm capable of limitless possibilities. And if I don't jump and I just wait to be ready, quote unquote, like I'll never be ready. You'll never be ready. If you're waiting to feel like you've got enough money in the bank, got enough experience, have enough time, whatever the excuse it is that you're making, it's going to keep you from taking any action at all. And taking no action is worse than trying and failing. So again, it goes back to trusting your your intuition, trusting that you know what's best for you and that any other external advice or opinion is just noise. But what I found is that this was what was clouding my judgment and confusing me more than anything else. It was the opinions of everyone that was telling me how to do it, when to leave, what the right circumstances are. And they were coming from a loving place, but it's a fear-based mentality. And that's not what I wanted. So we have to stop telling ourselves all the reasons why it's not going to work out or why it's going to fail because we're sabotaging our own efforts and really attracting that experience to happen exactly the way we've planned it in our heads. But the truth is there's never been a time in my life where I followed my intuition and done something extremely scary and I've regretted it. And if you think about it, you don't know how good it can get if you're not willing to jump. What I love about being a millennial and the millennial mindset is that most of us believe that the best thing that's ever happened to us hasn't happened yet. I fully believe that my best days are ahead of me and they always will be. I'm never going to achieve it and then from then on out, the rest of my life is never going to measure up to that one day. For older generations, you know, many of them believe that their best days are behind them. And I think that contributes to the reason that so many people have an issue with millennials. And it's so sad to me because the biggest thing that we're going to think about one day when we're on our deathbed is all the things that we didn't do. You know, they did this amazing research study of people on their deathbeds and they interviewed thousands of people on their deathbed. And all of them had one commonality, and that was that they all regretted the things that they didn't do more than the things that they did do. And that gives me chills because I am honestly so proud of myself, maybe in a way that I've never felt before, because I had to be so brave and have a lot of courage to make this leap because I know that this is going to catapult me into the next season and chapter of my life, another version and level of myself. And regardless of whatever happens with the business, I'm going to learn. And even if I fall on my face, I will grow. I mean, progress and 
growth is really why we're here on this planet to grow. And once we grow, we have something to give other people. And we don't grow by staying in our comfort zones. So one day, I pray that I'll be able to say and look back, you know, I am who I am because I was willing to look stupid. I am who I am because I was willing to to leave something comfortable for incredible. And because I knew that there were really only two choices. I either take this risk and find out what I'm made of, that I'm made for more, or I stay and go back and I already know the end result. I already know what the worst case scenario is because I'm living in that day to day. I might as well go try something because if worse comes to worse, I'm just going to go right back to my nine to five again if the worst thing happens. So why not? So I submitted my resignation after having written it two weeks before and looking at it day after day on my laptop. It just haunted me and every single day I, I felt myself getting more disengaged and being pulled further into this dream of becoming a full-time entrepreneur so I went into my car to get away from my dog because I have an eight-month-old golden doodle who was just off the chain with his energy levels and I work from home and so he's constantly needing my attention and to get away I get in my car and do my meditations and so I was meditating to really try and clear my head and and get um, into the present moment so that I could align myself with what's really true within me and kind of block out all of that noise and all of that um, chaos of what everyone else thinks and what everybody else wants for me and what they think I should do and who they think I should be and just remember who I am. And I did that. I walked back into the house when I finished and I closed my eyes and I pressed the send button and immediately this rush of fear came over me because I thought to myself, oh my God, what did I just do? What did I just do? And it's so funny because anytime we try to make massive change or you know, take action in our lives, it disrupts our internal programming that we have taught ourselves, our minds, our subconscious minds that are used to operating in a certain way. And we make a shift and it's like all of those old parts of us want to hang on even tighter than before. And so immediately I started to think, oh my gosh, did I make a mistake? Can I take that back? And I just let myself feel that. I let that that come and then as quickly as it came, it left and I was so overcome with empowerment. I was walking around my house like I just did that I had the courage to do one of the scariest things I've ever done in my life and I have no guarantee that it's going to work but I am trusting with a radical faith that I might not know the future but it's unfolding exactly the way it should and even though I have this idea um, and dream of what I want this business to become and really what I feel my mission and calling is to pursue on this planet but I don't have to see the entire staircase to know it's at the end of the stairs I just need to take the first step and that's what I did that day and that was so powerful and it led to a lot of other really important brave steps 
I mean, I had $10,000 in credit card debt that I had accumulated in the last couple months. And I am not someone that carries any any debt. Um, I'm very grateful and blessed to not have any um, financial debt from you know, school or anything like that. And I just, obviously I have my house, but um, I had made some really big purchases. I, I went to Hawaii to do that wellness retreat because I felt called to be there. And I made an investment in a business coach to really help me launch this this new business. And I put those on credit cards as leaps of faith, knowing that this is what I want and need to do, but it's also going to pay off and that things are going to work out the way they're supposed to. I didn't know how. I didn't have a plan for how I was going to pay that off. I just said yes. And within a couple days of quitting my job, guys, I can't make this up. I was telling somebody very, very close to me that I'd, I'd made this leap, made this change, and they told me the story. And they said, Tori, how much debt are you in? And I said, I don't want to tell you that. You know, one, that's none of your business. And two, I don't want to get reprimanded by you. I don't need a lecture right now. I feel, you know, in my power and I feel, you know, really excited about what I just did. I don't need you to bring me down, basically was what I was thinking. And they said, no, Tori, you know, I can't help you if I don't know. And you just made, you know, this really brave decision to sever the cord between some old emotions and things that are holding you back and and tethered to the past. But if you have debt, I was in a place in my life at one point where I had let some some debt pile up and it it was taking its toll on me mentally and emotionally and physically and and I told somebody about it and they cut me a check. And I have the ability and want to do that for you if you'll let me. And that day, I paid off in full my credit card of $10,000. And that was, one, the biggest gift that I could ever be given. The support and the the understanding that, that this person has my back, that they believe in me as much as I believe in this dream and this vision. And... They just said, you know, this is a new path for you. This is a new season of life for you. And let's start this the way you should start it. And that's fully capable of running with nothing holding you back. And I was in tears. I was just so moved by this radical act of generosity. But also that God or the universe or whatever you believe in, this higher intelligence will show up for you. When you take action on the thing that is most aligned with who you are and when you speak your truth and when you take that step and this was just the the proof this gift gave me the reassurance that i'm not crazy and i do know what's best for me and this is where i'm supposed to be right now and that was truly the most amazing experience because you don't have to know what the future holds you just have to say yes and i had the confidence i knew this is where i was being led I knew that I had to pursue it. And sometimes we know the what, but we don't know the how. We don't know what vehicle is going to come to take us to that destination, but we have to just trust that it's going to come. And mine came in the form of someone calling me and saying, hey, I want to um, relieve you of your debt. And it was just such a miraculous day. So in the big scheme of things, I mean, the last week or so has been such a crazy whirlwind of emotions and decisions, big decisions, life-changing decisions, but I'm just so grateful and blessed to be, you know, 
expanding my story into a new chapter and who knows what's going to come, but I know it's going to be worth it and I know it's going to be an exciting adventure. So I know now there will never be a day where I look back on my life and say, what if I'd started the business? Because you girl did it, y'all. I'm the captain now. (laughs) But that feels so freaking good to say. And I hope that you guys have moments like this where you are just overcome with pride and think, you know, it really pays off to be brave. So go ahead and check out Coachable on Facebook. Check me out on Instagram if you want to stay connected at tori.k.gordon. And we also have a podcast Instagram, Your Welcome Radio. So thanks for listening as always. You're welcome. And we'll talk to you next week.